It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The Sharks look to get over a disastrous performance at home last night. Following an 8-0 loss at SAP Center at the hands of the Nashville Predators, San Jose travels to Southern California for the second meeting of their season against the Anaheim Ducks. The reaction to the 8-0 loss was predictably glum. Captain Logan Couture talked about it. I mean, it's pretty evident that that's not good enough. And, um, you know, I thought our effort was pretty good in that, that first period. Uh, you know, they got a few few bounces on their goals. Um, didn't really give them any opportunities, but offensively we didn't get anything. Um, and then it kind of got out of hand there um, near the end, when, or even in the second period. I mean, we had some looks. Singer had a post. Could have made it 1-1. Tommy had a breakaway. Um, but you can't give up equals. Head coach Bob Bugner agreed it was a tough defeat. Yeah, that was the worst one of the year for sure. I think... Uh, you know, uh, regardless of the score at 3 nothing, I thought we were actually playing a pretty competitive game. We were playing pretty hard. Um, you know, they uh, we only gave up two chances in the first period, and, and we generated, uh, I think we only generated one, so it was a pretty even even first period, uh, regardless of the shot clock. I thought in the second period, uh, the chances we did have, um, you know, made saves or hit a couple posts, hit a crossbar, and uh, once it got four nothing, we got away from our game, and and you know you just you start pressing, and uh, you know things start going in, and, and just uh, you know that snowball you can't uh, you can't stop it. So um, that's that's the game. Um, you know they uh, they they got some great goaltending when they needed it. We didn't bury our chances, and and uh, you know we opened it up too much when we were down. Was it that Nashville was that good? Bugner gave us his analysis. Well, they've had a good year, a very good year, and uh, um, they play hard, as you can see. I think they have, uh, you know, their goaltenders having a, a, an unreal season. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's a combination of them playing well, also us uh, uh, not playing well. I think that, uh, you know, we struggle to uh, keep it out of our net, and, and obviously, uh, like I said, the chances we had, um, you know, we got to find a way to generate more, but the chances we had, either goalie made or save, or we hit a couple posts. So that's the way it goes, and, uh, you know, we'll teach from it and we'll learn from it, but we've got to uh, move on from it as well. Senator Nick Benito also gave us his thoughts after the game. Very, very disappointing. Um, I thought we actually came out pretty good, and we got down 3 nothing with some pretty crap goals. I mean, they had a good net front, but, you know, they were just slinging pucks to the net and they were going in. The fourth goal, they whacked away, and it seemed like that fourth goal just kind of broke us and, uh, you know, went from there. Alex Stalock had his first NHL start in two seasons, and while he was happy to be back in the NHL, he obviously wasn't happy about the result. You know, I get an NHL start, obviously. It was very exciting. Um, after going through the stuff medically, um, you know, it was a great opportunity, and Obviously, it uh, would have been much uh, nicer, a better result. Bugner talked about his decision to pull Staylock when the score was 6 nothing. It was more just to, you know, give uh, Saucy some time. That was a plan always that he was going to get the game. Um, you know, and Staylor hasn't played in a while. I think that uh, not a lot of hockey in the last two years. So, um, 
you know, no sense of putting them in there and keeping them in there after I think it was six nothing at the time. Um, you know, it was just to sort of give him a break and get the other guy ready for tomorrow. Zach Sachenko will make his first NHL start against the Anaheim Ducks in today's game. No less a figure than James Reimer expresses confidence that he'll do a great job. In the short term here, you know, seeing Sazi, I mean, every day in practice, I mean, he's, he's been, in, in my mind, impressive. You know, he's, he, works, he works his butt off and, and, and he's, and he, um, you know, he cares about his game and, and, and playing well. You know, he, he works hard and, and is pretty intuitive. So, um, you know, I think um, he's done really well with the, with the opportunities he's been given. So, um, you know, if, if, if Boogie uh, gives him the tap, then, you know, then I'm sure he'll do really well. With the Sharks 11 points out of the second wild card spot and 12 points behind the Vegas Golden Knights in the battle for third place in the Pacific Division, there's no time like the present. Captain Logan Couture says they need to right the ship now. We've got to bounce back here. We've lost, uh, I don't know what the number is now, 10 or 12, something like that. So better get out of it quick. Um, you know, things snowball pretty quickly when you uh, when you start losing games. And, um, you know, I said this at the start of the year, if, if you can just end those losing streaks at two and three, you'll be in a good spot by the end of the year. And um, we haven't been doing that lately. The Teal Report will continue from Anaheim in just a moment on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Yo, what's going on, guys? Asher here, and it's that time of year again. The NHL Gaming World Championship is back. Time has finally come. Yeah! Test your skills playing EA Sports NHL 22 and catch all of the content, live streams, and highlights from the entire season. Let's go! And he is your North American champion. Build your dream squad and hut and sign up today to compete for your share of $100,000. Register now and get all the details at NHL.com gaming. While the Sharks take on the Ducks at the Honda Center at 5 o'clock Pacific today, at the exact same time at SAP Center, Hockey is for Everyone night will be taking place with the San Jose Barracuda of the AHL in their game against the Tucson Roadrunners. Some history will be made as a diverse group of off-ice officials, including the only active black referee in the NHL, Jordan Samuels Thomas, along with linesperson Kirsten Welsh and referee Samantha Hiller, will be working the game. The AHL's Vice President of Hockey Operations, Haley Moore, will be dropping the ceremonial first puck. I talked to Haley Moore and Kirsten Welsh, and I thought I'd share that conversation with you. Haley, first of all, just your thoughts on this history-making event that's happening at SAP Center tomorrow. Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be in the building tonight. It's a great celebration, and really looking forward to a groundbreaking crew tomorrow and see uh, what they have in store for the fans, and I think everyone will uh, really see that we're creating a Hockey is for Everyone atmosphere at the AHL. Diversity and inclusion has been a big part of what the NHL has been doing. Why don't you give us an update about the American Hockey League and their efforts? Yeah, we're doing a lot across the board from the uh, the league level through our teams, and it starts with events like these that you have here in the buildings, and um, you know, just looking to work and find ways to remove the barriers to entry to the sport and uh, make sure that everyone's involved in the game from every level, and uh, that obviously starts uh, at the youth level and goes all the way through to the pros, so we're trying to do our part. Well, Kirsten, your hockey background started at Robert Morris University right outside of Pittsburgh. Just yeah. tell us a little bit about when you fell in love with the game. Sure. Um, I started skating when I was about uh, three years old. I think I learned to skate before I learned how to walk, but um, it was just kind of a part of my childhood. Uh, I grew up in Toronto, Ontario. Um, you know, it's a hockey town there, so yeah, just kind of... I guess so. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, huh? Um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of started from there and um, worked my way up and got a uh, scholarship at, you know, in the States and came down and then, yeah, I just kind of didn't really have anything to do after, so I wanted to try refing and 
that's kind of where I started my career at. <laughs> where did you start refing? What level? Yeah. Um, where at what level? Um, I think my first my first um, time refing was actually at the it's called this NHL um, Combine where right. they kind of take players to see if they're they'd be good refs, and that's kind of was my first experience ever. So um, I started at like the grassroots levels, you know, local youth hockey around Pittsburgh, and then just kind of worked my way up. And did they call you or did you call them? Um, it was, uh, they kind of like reached out to me just to, well, not me individually, but like my graduating class at Robert Morris University um, for like all the girls in my class who see to, who like wanted to try out and do this uh, this combine. So it was a really great opportunity just to kind of see, you know, what, what it entailed and what the possibilities were. So Obviously, that's going to be a big part of the future of refereeing and officiating is uh, the Sharks organization is part of that too with the NHL and having the referees combine, but the exposure combine was, was a big deal. Was that a special experience for you? Oh, yeah, it was really incredible. It kind of just showed me um, the ropes of what it took to be a referee or, or an official in general and just kind of to be able to stay in the game and stay into something that I have so much passion of. Was, um, I couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, just to be able to go out there and, and lace up the lace up the skates and be on the ice, it's, that's all I could ever ask for. So now you you refereed your first game in the Ontario Hockey League, yeah. uh, which is of course the the top major junior league in that province. Yeah. What was the reaction to you when you first started? Um, honestly, it was really welcoming. Um, the hockey community was like welcomed with open arms, and you know everything from coaches to players to hockey operations. I mean, it was truly incredible. But I think it's also coming from like top down because you know. The, the AHL and Haley here, like, we really need people like her in the position she's in to kind of, like, set the standard. And um, to, For little girls to see her, like, Haley in her position, that's just, like, you have to see it to believe it, right? So um, just comes top down, and I, I've just been so lucky with the opportunity I've got. So, Damar, are you looking forward to breaking up any fights? Oh, that's my favorite part of the Is game. Is it? Yep. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I hope there's some. Just get right in there. Oh, hey, yeah. both of you, I think this is fantastic that's happening here at SAP Center and all around North America. Uh, thanks to both of you for being part of this, and, and, and enjoy the rest of the game. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. If you want to attend that historic game, get your tickets at sjbarracuda.com. But make sure you're listening right here at 4.30 Pacific time to the Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks at the Honda Center. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.